to the Marcus Coat Fitness Podcast. I'm your host, Marcus Coat. Welcome back to another episode on the show. I'm super pumped to have Dylan Ruse on the podcast today. Dylan is the co-founder of the Momentum Lifestyle. We spoke all things about mental well-being, challenging yourself, importance of looking after your mental health, physical health, and mindset. I feel you guys relate to lots of the topics we speak about, so enjoy. Welcome to the Marcus Co. Fitness Podcast, Dylan. Thank you very much, mate. It's a pleasure to be here. I'm really looking forward to this chat. How are you traveling at the moment? Mate, I'm, uh, I'm, I'm really well. I'm... Uh... I was just telling you before we jumped on, we um, I just moved overseas to California about four months ago. So I was in Hawaii for three months, which was absolutely amazing because I was in Melbourne. So it went from yeah. lockdowns and cold weather and 6am working in a coffee shop to uh, waking up at 6am and hitting the beach every day. So it was that was great, mate. And now I'm in California up in a up in a cabin in the woods. So just uh, focusing on work, mate, looking after my health and um, mate, I'm, I'm really well. How are, how are you going? Yeah, not too bad. Um, obviously I was lucky enough to be able to get back to Gippsland, which I'm originally from for that second lockdown. So yeah, feeling for obviously people in Melbourne um, that yeah. went through the lockdown as well. Obviously we still had restrictions down there too, but yeah, made the most of it. What, what I could and what, what we could do with um, personal training, obviously outdoors. So but yeah, look at obviously awesome to be back in Melbourne now. So I'm looking forward to finishing off the year nice and strong. So yeah, yeah. It's really good as well. Mate, I felt for all the PTs in Melbourne and across Victoria and across, I mean, across the world, to be honest. But yeah, yeah the lockdowns were no no fun. I did do not um envy any of the PTs this year. It would have been horrible. Yeah, definitely. I think for, for some, I think it's been really good to, I said, change up a bit of your routine, obviously not going to the gym. Um, and yeah. yeah, doing things at home and hopefully yeah, people are a bit more active now that they uh, weren't during uh, or yeah. even when lockdown wasn't like on as well. So. Yeah, around that is that COVID hit and um, hopefully everyone looked at their health. Yep. I don't think everyone did, but I hope a lot of people looked at their health and went, okay, it's time to time to take our health seriously so it's uh it was it was a good opportunity for sure that's spot on just want to start off, um, a bit of background on yourself how you started momentum why did you start it as well i'd love to hear all about that as well yeah mate so um i was working in the men's space already a little bit my dad and i started um the ruse men's wellness and leadership club so we were holding events um, already in melbourne for ceos leaders yeah. um in business and um, male only events and that was to challenge really to challenge their wellness habits my girlfriend at the time was running these yoga events um out of greenfields in melbourne and we were me and dad would go to them and we were the only two guys there maybe one or two others and yep. we just looked at each other and went why aren't men looking after their their well-being more than than they should be because yep. you know you look at the statistics around just just even mental health and we know yep. how good um, we know how good these mindfulness practices are as science catches up with more Eastern modalities or philosophies. So we've known it for thousands of years, but now yeah. we're starting to see the science catching up to it with meditation and, you know, even breathing techniques and yoga. So yeah. dad and I started that and we ran that for two years and, and last year. So it was actually, we had our 12 month, um, what's it called? 12 month 
thinking reunion, but it's not reunion now. Anniversary of start, yeah. anniversary yeah. of starting momentum, um, just a couple of days ago actually. Yeah, awesome. Um, and so. Blake, about 14 months ago, reached out to me, Blake Wall-Thompson, and said, mate, we need to do some more work in the men's space. And I said, yeah, let's, like, let, I'm, I'm keen. That's my passion. Let's do it. And, um, and then all of a sudden, maybe a month later, we, we, put, we got on a call with yep. me, Blake, and Genoa. And Blake had had a similar conversation with Genoa about, mate, we need to do some work. So Blake was really the one that drove it because um, Janora and I were both just like, yeah, mate, I'm keen to do something. Just let me know what it is. Yeah. Um, and then we got together on a FaceTime. I think Janora was in Bali at the mo- at that time, <laughs> sipping cocktails. I was in <laughs> Melbourne, and Blake was in Sydney. So the three of us were all in different um, yeah. in different locations. And then we really quickly were just like, this is what we want to do. Blake kind of ha- came up with the name, and he was very happy about it. He was very proud of himself. Momentum <laughs> with the with the men capitalized so he was really happy about it um and then literally a month later we were the three of us were in sydney running our first event that sold out and we had um uh both sexes we had men and women there and it was all about the building blocks to a better man and it was just an educational event where the three of us wanted to um give some education some tools around what we knew so blake's a blake's been a life coach for a while and i think he's been in the he was a pt for about you want to think how old he is to me he's about 45 but i think he's 36 i think he was a pt for about 15 years yeah um and then janelle is a meditation teacher so oh. and then i was working in the space and i'm yeah. you know a health coach nlp coach as well and yeah. um so the three of us came together held our first event and then we basically for the first time sat down after the event we we made sure we were up in sydney for three or four days and and got clear on okay what is momentum we've done this event what is it so yeah we put together a plan um around what we were and and we started looking at our values and, and our mission statement so our mission statement is um oh shoot it is <laughs> challenging men to um champion and challenging men to be better yeah. i forgot our, i forgot our mission statement that's not great um we can edit that part out yeah, yeah that's um, <laughs> so but then obviously covid hit and everything hit the shit hit the fan so we had another event in melbourne before covid and we were really looking to do a lot of face-to-face, a lot of community building. We were looking at our competitors and seeing what they were doing. And um, yeah. and so COVID hit and we had to take everything online really quickly. So in a matter of weeks, really, we we quickly came together and said, all right, let's build a Facebook group. Let's do weekly calls where we're just catching up and having chat with having you know a chat with the guys that we already knew. Um, and from there, it's kind of grown where we're into like week, I think we're into week three of our first 12 week program so we've got about 15 guys and we've just done that internally um for the guys that we was a bit different i still like obviously face to face did you is it it finding it do you find it better or similar to be honest um we're loving it we're loving it we do we 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 know and understand that you can't beat the face to face and that connection piece um but we're loving we've we've done as i said we did pretty much weekly uh, zoom calls yeah. and then towards maybe two to three months ago we changed it to fortnightly just because we were getting a bit a little bit burnt out about running them every week but to be honest it's um it's been really great a really good connection piece regardless because everyone has been so isolated through this yeah. year um a lot of guys are struggling you know we've got a bunch of business owners that some have done really well through the and some are challenged and 
Um, and yeah, just a lot of guys that, that are looking for that extra connection and that extra um, understanding around, you know, what does that modern man look like today and, and how yeah. can we, you know, bring out the best versions of ourselves. Yeah, that's really good. Um, with the workshops too, I so that's something that you were always wanting to run for, for the momentum business. Yeah, yeah, it was. So we, I mean, as I said, we came together for the first one. We planned out the next one and we were going to do a, like a momentum tour around Australia. We were going to try to hit all the yep. big cities and, and run workshops there. But as I said, COVID hit. So we just quickly um, changed. And now the business model um, looks a lot looks a lot better. And we're going to run these 12-week programs online continuously. And, and we're going to do retreats as well. So awesome. we are yeah currently putting together what that first retreat will look like and, and the dates for that and stuff. So that'll probably be early next year. Um, which is where all three of us really do love the the yeah. face-to-face, the deep connections, the, um, you know, those things that um, you can't get without the face-to-face sort of thing. Yeah. And really bringing together our community to, to yeah. meet for the first time for some of them, you know, we've got guys in, um, I mean, I mean, I mean, I'm in California, but we've got yeah. guys in Melbourne, Adelaide, Sydney, Queensland. So they're all over the shop. So to be able to bring, yeah. you know, all the boys together for three, four days will be epic. Yeah, I think that's awesome. I think that social connection is probably the biggest thing for everyone to come together and uh, make, make sure they a much whole good environment there as well. With ways of workshops, like obviously you guys have got all your different like traits to bring. I suppose in those workshops or like like seminars you just run online, I suppose do you have like a certain like part to like some meditation or some building blocks on certain like aspects of that as well? Yeah, so so we we meditate at the start of everyone. Janelle runs kind of like a body check in, five ten minutes body yeah. check in, um, with all the things that we do. That's that's really important. And then we just try to, I mean, throughout the program without giving away too much, but uh, yeah. you know, we try to give the boys some sort of challenge each week. Yeah. So that might look like journaling. It might look like you know, an hour of power, meditation, that kind of thing. So um, yeah, we're 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 huge on taking the the big ideas of, well, let's improve our mental health or let's have awareness around mental health or whatever it may be and actually making it practical and, and giving tools to then focus on daily, um, which would then impact that outcome um, being better mental health or better fitness or a better bloke or whatever it may be. Yeah, that's really good. You pretty much touched on the next question I was going to ask about, I suppose, what's your mission for Momentum or maybe let's go, what's le- like, what's some le- what's leading into the end of this year to start of the next year for your mission to? Yeah. I mean, for us, everything's, you know, we've done, we're, we're fortunate we've got some great mentors for our, ourselves as well. So we've been able yeah. to get really clear around our mission statement, you know, which is what I said before around championing and challenging men to be better. So what we noticed is, um, in the current um, dynamics around the men's space, there's a little bit of negative connotations around what men's groups are. And, um, you know, there's a lot of great work going on out there, but we just noticed that there's a bit of a gap in the market in terms of building resilient men and challenging them. So while we wanted to provide that safe space for blokes to get together and, and have chats and open up and feel safe and vulnerable and like the group online program that we're doing right now is just amazing like the vulnerability these blokes are showing and opening up to basically strangers at the start and within three weeks they've you know they're getting beers and they're going out and seeing each other and stuff which is amazing but we really wanted to have that 
that um, resilience piece, which is the challenge piece in momentum where we're saying, guys, you know, it's all well and good to be doing the work and working through your pain, but you, you still want to have a bit of backbone and a bit of spine and, and yeah. still be resilient and be able to handle life's challenges because as, in, as, as every single person has learned this year, life is, is just one great challenge after the other. And we've just got to keep adapting and becoming resilient. And then the champion side is when, you know, when you are struggling, reach out and talk to your mates or talk to us or whatever the case may be. I think the biggest thing you just like, obviously pretty much said was that, yeah, challenging yourself and that resilience is probably yeah, the biggest key for me as well. Like even, yeah, with life and stuff that goes on, I think obviously, yeah, they do throw challenges at you, but yeah, to, yeah. to like, kind of get through it. And I uh, said, if to reaching out to someone or, um, having mm. with them. and that's really good obviously for you guys to set yourself apart from the other markets and other um yeah, other businesses that are running similar groups to use as well yeah and and again like there is some great um great um businesses and great men doing work and we need all the men we can doing this sort of work um but yeah just that just that challenge piece uh, you know gary v talks a lot about like you know you you'd have every right to complain about your problems. Like I'm sure your prop, like everyone's got problems and I'm sure you've got every right to, but that doesn't solve them Mm. sitting around complaining or sitting in your problems for too long. And it's, it doesn't get you to where you want to be. So the way I've always looked at it is like, yeah, like it's life's tough, but what are you going to do about it? Like, what is like, are you just going to stay the same and complain and then suffer for the rest of your life? Or are you going to say, yup, X, Y, Z happened to me that is really, really hard, really, really difficult, but I need to somehow climb, claw, crawl my way yeah. into a better life or into a solution. And, and again, like that's not taking away from, you know, people are fit and healthy for 30 years of their life and then all of a sudden get cancer and die a week later. Like life is difficult and it's not yeah. about taking away from that, but it's, it's just saying with the challenges that everyone does face, you know, find a solution because it's, there is one, I guarantee there is a solution. And, you know, the alternative is much worse than trying to find that solution. Yeah. That's awesome. I love those answers there with this one, things that I suppose strategies that you suggest, or even men, but just other, like we can go general as well for people be able to like strategies to cope for mental health. You give it, I know maybe starting out like some building blocks to be able to strategies to help them. Definitely, man. Definitely. 100%. So with everything you want to start with what you can control. So I'll kind of start with the ones that you definitely have 100% control over and then, and then work my way out from there. So for me, it's, for me, it's what you're eating. So your, your diet plays a crucial role. I think it's something like 90% of all of your serotonin is produced in your gut. So if I'm putting in shit food and I'm eating McDonald's and I'm not looking after my health in that way, I'm not going to feel good. And I notice it too. Like we're all human. We all can go for a few beers and then the next day want to smash a, you know, a big egg and bacon roll or whatever it might be. But you'll notice if you're, if you're paying attention to how your body feels, which I recommend everyone do is just tap into how you feel as you're eating it an hour afterwards yeah. three hours afterwards, because I guarantee when, when you're feeling your best self, you've eaten something and everyone is different for, so there is yeah. no, you know, one size fits all diet, but as a general rule, it's, you know, drink lots of water, stay away from processed food, stay away from high sugar. Um, 
eat your veggies, you know, stuff that we all, we all know. Right. So I think we've gotten very confused with all, and it's by no means um, the average person's fault because the fitness industry and the health industry have tried to jam every single type of fad diet down our throat in the last five, 10 years. And it's really, you know, for the average person, it really is just drink more water, cut the soft drinks, cut your sweets and lollies if you can. Um, Don't eat, you know, try to cook as much as you can. And, And in that cooking, you know, have your veggies and, and, and if you can substitute some of your meat meals with more vegetables then do that, that's at least my understanding of the research. I'm, as I said, I'm a health coach. I'm not yeah. a PhD in nutrition or anything, but, but that seems to be the general consensus when speaking to the majority of people. I think people make it harder than what it is sometimes. Like, I think it's just yeah. keep it simple. And that's like with my clients, I'm just trying to, as I said, just little things to start off with to, to keep it simple to help them with their health and fitness that way as well. Uh, absolutely. absolutely. You know, there are people that are eating absolutely shocking foods, but then, you know, getting the creatine, the protein powders, the BCAAs, it's like, mate, get your diet right first, brother. No, that stuff ain't going to help you. you yeah. It ain't going to help. Or there's people that are killing themselves to death, you know, working out seven days a week for two hours. And then you look at their, and they're making zero progress going, yeah. what am I doing wrong? And it's like, mate, you're, you're smashing like 4,000 calories a day. So you're just working those off. So to get back to your first question, so so diet, um, sleep, get bare minimum seven hours of sleep, right? There is a a scale and I can't remember the name of the scale, but shoot, so there's a scale that measures, um, sorry about that, mate. There's a home phone up here. I haven't seen one in 10 years, but there's a home phone up here. <laughs> so there's a scale and it measures your mental health. And I, I again, yeah. I can't remember what it's called, but um, antidepressants will impact you positively by I think it's 1.5 on the scale. So let's say you're a you're a zero and you take antidepressants, so it'll get you to 1.5. Which for some people they need that 1.5, right? Sleep will improve you on that scale by seven to nine points. Okay. So just by getting good sleep good diet, right? They're two things that everyone can control, mm-hmm. right? Your mental health is going to be amazing. Then as we know, again, exercise, get out. Even if you're, you're 200 kilos overweight and you can't hit the, go for a walk every single day for five yeah. minutes, right? Like start with what you can do. Don't try to go from zero to seven days a week, twice, you know, twice a day kind of working out. So just nutrition, sleep, eating, there's three tips right there. Yep. And then- <clears throat> meditation is massive massive for your mental health it's it's we're constantly plugged into a system that requires us to be always on and to be able to unplug yourself from that system for 10 minutes a day 20 minutes a day 40 minutes a day it it will change it will change your life it's not i can't overstate how important meditation is my mom's a meditation teacher and has been for um, about 20 years now she's got a phd Um, and you know dissertation on meditation and then Genoa as I said our business partner at um, Momentum is also a meditation teacher so it's huge it's it's so there's there's so there's four things that we can all control and then the fifth would be journaling yeah get yourself a journal and just start with your thoughts start with your day-to-day activities start simple if you if you have any issues or troubles you don't know where to start you've probably by this stage heard about the benefits of journaling you might not know what they are but you've probably heard oh journaling is good so if yeah. you're struggling we actually have on our website at the momentum lifestyle 
um, we have on our website journal trigger guide. So basically a list of questions that'll help you start the journaling process or start it. So I really highly recommend journaling too. Um, and then from, from there, there's a great book um, called, Lock, oh, called Lost Connections yep. by Gohan Hari. And it's why you're depressed and how to find hope. And he goes through seven, uh, nine reasons as to why we're depressed and anxious. So I, yep. I, I highly recommend getting that book because there's also nine tips there around improving your mental health. And the big ones that I took out of it was connections, making sure you've got a really solid group of people. And if you're coming from a place of having no friends, um, it's super difficult. And the studies show that now in the, in the seventies or eighties, the average American said they had about three to four close friends that they could rely on. And they did the study again in 2010, I believe. And the average answer was less than one. So the average American has zero friends that they can rely on. And I think you speak to psychologists now, therapists, I know Blake's done a lot of research on this. Yeah. The, the next pandemic is loneliness. That's the next, that's the next thing. It's not depression or anxiety or suicide. It's one step below that or, or a step deeper, depending how you look at it, it's loneliness. We're so, we're so connected through this thing, but we're so disconnected in, in real meaningful relationships and real meaningful connections that we really don't have that connection. Even simple things like I was thinking about it. Uh, I think about it all the time, but like yeah. how many mates do you have that would just drive you to the airport versus, yeah. you know, if you text them and say, mate, can you drive me to the airport? You know, the average response now is mate, get an Uber. Yeah. And it's like, <laughs> do you know what I mean? Like even small yeah. acts of small acts of service that were, like I love the TV show Seinfeld, right? I don't know if you've watched it or heard of it, but that's based in the nineties. And half that show is just them doing things for each other and, you know, yeah. driving them down to the mechanic and helping them out with that and driving them to the airport and picking them up. And we've lost these small interactions. Yeah. Um, even, you know, uh, when you're waiting to to get your table with your bunch of mates, everyone's yeah. standing on their phone. Everyone yeah. then sits down is on their phone. So we've lost the art of communication with like the art of relationships played, played a big pop like a role in that do, do i think that yeah, yeah absolutely yeah all the research points to the more time you spend on social media the more depressed and anxious you become yeah uh, and there's a great documentary that just came out on netflix three or four months ago uh the social dilemma okay um, yeah. Yeah. and it touches very briefly in the middle it talks about um for boys and girls the percentage increase in suicide and depression and anxiety in young people. So even like, I think I watch it, but it was, I think it was for 14 year old girls. Um, it's gone up 170%, I want to say, or 70%, yeah. um, which is like 14 year old girls, right? Like that is a devastating, devastating statistic. And they aligned it with the, um, with the starting of Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. So they, they, they lined it up with, this is when it became really big. And yeah. I'm fortunate, I'm 26. So I didn't get Facebook until I was 16. Um, and then I didn't get Instagram until around that age. And I yeah. didn't really, you know, we just didn't use it back then to, yeah, to what, right. you know, not to say like, you know, the kids these days or whatever, <laughs> you know, I'm not that old, but it really was, I was really on that fringe age group where we didn't really matter and it didn't really bother us too much. And, the year below us, it was all consuming, you know, it really was like that stark contrast. I remember in high school 
Um, so absolutely, it plays a role for sure. And then with you say for people to have like those good friends, is there, I don't know, ways or suggestions for people to, to stay connected in like with your main, I suppose, your main group of friends or people that you want to associate yourself around with to get like, because obviously, you know, when you're around your good mates, you're always like good environment, obviously happy and um, it's mm. a bit of fun that way as well. Do you suggest anything obviously to keep in contact with your friends? That- I mean, I try my best to voice note everything now not and not everything obviously if i'm in a meet if i'm doing something with other people i'm not going to but i try to voice note there's a little bit of connection i and then on that organizing calls like i i haven't seen mo i haven't seen 99 percent of my mates in 12 months time because they're all in sydney so i jump on a phone call with with at least one of my mates once a week and and even last night i was on a zoom call with my mate for two hours like you know he's like mate we haven't spoken in a while let's chat i was like yeah let's here's a zoom link let's jump on a zoom call because i haven't spoken in a little bit so don't get me wrong technology is a great tool as well it yeah. just depends how you use it. It, you, it can be used to your benefit. It can be used to your detriment. So reaching out, I, we, I try to do now whenever I go for dinner with my family or um, friends is we'll put all of our phones in a pile in the middle of the table and yep. the first person to touch it has to pay for everyone's dinner. <laughs> so yeah, like small, simple things like that, you know. Like And and again, if you've got three to four mates out of five that all yeah. put their phones down and you might have one or two that are like, no, yeah. They're the ones that become ostracized. So they're going to put their phone in the middle anyway. Yeah. So we, you can, you can use peer pressure to your benefit, to be honest. Yeah. You can be like, Mate, put your, put your fucking phone in the middle. We're yeah. all going to chat. You don't need to be on it. You know, yeah. if it rings and it's an emergency, by all means, pick it up. But how often are you at a dinner, you know, knock on wood and, and an emergency happens. So yeah. there's small little things like that. You know, I, I try to go, I think this year, gone on so many walks with people because yeah. I was in Melbourne as well and that was not something that I did before but yeah, yeah it's it's actually something that I love I've my yeah. cousin um, was up here for about a week over Thanksgiving and we went up for a walk every night because because I'm working really late so we'll go we'd go at 10 11 go for an hour walk together and it was yeah. it was great you've got no phone there's yeah. no reception here anyway so small things don't uh, yeah I think don't try to overcomplicate it with too many thoughts just go okay how can i make a game out of not being on your phone all right if you touch it you pay for dinner it's pretty no one's going to want to pay for 10 blokes armies and beers (laughs) so it'd be pretty expensive dinner yeah definitely as well that's really good those are points i'll definitely take in with my mates too so i'm going to be able to yeah know that which is good and then and when you say about walking same again i don't think i've gone for that many walks um in my life as well which has been awesome so yeah um, it's something that a lot of people have said to me and then have i've seen done as well so last question as far as what's your goals for 2021 with the business and just uh yourself yeah so it's been such a, as I said, such a chaotic year and there's been so much change. And with us being a now a one-year-old business, you know, it's been so, it's been a really difficult process to try to build and, and make any sort of um, proper impact, to be honest. Like we're pretty, all three of us are similar and we're, we want to impact a million people by yesterday. So we've learned massively the patience piece, which has been a great lesson for the three of us. So for next year, mate, we'll run three, of our 12-week programs, we'll run a retreat um, and then we'll run a bunch of pop-up workshops as well. So those are our 21 momentum business goals and we're super passionate about that. We're, you know, we want to build that Facebook group community up and um, yeah, really impact as many people as we can 
through those programs, which, um, we're, as I said, we're three weeks into the first one and the boys are just, the, the, the boys in there are just getting so much out of it. And the change that we're already seeing is just, it's honestly so humbling. And the three of us are so grateful to have the opportunity that 15 guys has trusted us with, you know, their money, their time, and, you know, trusted us to know that we're, what we're talking about. And so it's, uh, it's been such a group, like, again, just so grateful, so humbled. Um, and we're, we're um, by no means experts. We're just, we're just three guys trying our best to work on ourselves whilst also, you know, we're helping other people work on themselves. And um, I think it's such a, it's such an important space right now. It has been always, but we've got the awareness now around men's mental health and men's health and, you know, how, just how important it is to have those close men, men need other men, you know, and have, and, and men need to have a group of people that they can lean on and, and it's, and it's a safe place to do so. And they also need a group of men that are going to call them out on their shit and hold them accountable. I think, I think, as I said, I'm 26 now. The, the where men go astray and or and women where where people go astray is when they just don't have people holding them accountable. You know, you look at you look at politics, you look in sports, you look in in leadership positions in business or whatever, and the dickheads are dickheads because they've gotten away with it and there's no reason for them to change. And so it's incredibly difficult when no one's holding someone accountable for them to make any change. And, um, you know, one of the great things about the work that we do that, that we're so grateful for is to be able to hold each other accountable internally. So between Blake, Janara and myself, you know, we're always holding each other accountable. We're, you know, Blake and Janara, especially like they're out there getting coaching from other people, get doing the work, you know, so it's it's so inspiring to be a part of momentum with those two boys because they're doing the work daily and and it just being around that environment of people who are focused on leveling up rather than how many beers they can smash on a weekend or um you know how many chicks they can sleep with it's just such a different environment and it's it's really great like once you're in it and and you're amongst those kind of guys like you naturally gravitate to wanting to do the same um so 2021, we're absolutely pumped. This program will finish, I think, around February, end of February, and then we'll launch, you know, our next intake a couple of weeks after that or whatever. So we're pumped. And as again, we're just pinching ourselves that we get to work in this space um, and and get to know such a great group of guys. Yeah, that's going to be some big goals for um, 2021. So you're doing mm. great things, Dylan, and um, it's going to be awesome to see what you guys be able to do next year as well. Thank you very much for your time today. I really do appreciate it. I know you're a busy man, so um, I really do um, appreciate your time for jumping on as well. So thank you. Thank you, Marcus, mate. It was awesome. Good to chat to you. Whereabouts can listeners check out oh, like socials or is there websites that they uh, yeah. can with you as well? Absolutely. So um, at the Momentum Lifestyle is on Instagram. Um, the same thing on Facebook. So to all the guys listening, if you want to join our Facebook group too, just shoot a DM to that page, shoot a DM to myself. I'm Dylan.Ruse um, on Instagram. Blake's, I'm pretty sure Blake Royal Thompson and Genoa's Genoa Van Kekum. So all of us just reach out, reach, out, uh, reach out to us on Instagram, Facebook page, a Facebook group. We've got a website with a bunch of free tools. We've got to dominate your day. 
um, tool, which is free, a journal trigger guide, I said, and we've got one other um, and, and an ebook, I think, up there as well for free. So check it out. And, and again, we've got that 12-week course that will launch again um, in the new year. So um, look out for that as well. Awesome. I'll be able to chuck in the show notes at the end of the podcast. So guys, go check it out. They're doing great things. So be really good for you if you need to. Thanks again, Dylan. Thanks guys for tuning in today on today's episode. I know you'll get lots of value out today. So um, can't wait to release it. Enjoy the rest of your day. Mm-hmm.